Blog Talk Radio. We got that speaker going. Back at it again. Cosgrid Orange Showcase Watch List, 12th installment here on September 26, 2016. I am your host, Rick Saratella, and we are really excited about the third annual Cosgrid Orange Showcase brought to you by uh, Defiance Fuel Water today, the podcast. And, um, you know, we have a watch list posted on the website, cgsallstar.com right now, over 600 prospects, and we're still going. We're still taking nominees. We expect to expand that watch list right around the Halloween times, and uh, we want to hear from you. So log on, cgsallstar.com. You can fill out your player nominees there. And, of course, over on the NFL Draft Bible side, we are bringing you scouting reports on many of the players who are on the Cosgrid Iron Showcase. Each and every week we're on location. This week we'll be up in UMass, Amherst, where Mississippi State is coming to town. So we'll have some SEC action in UMass, playing one of the toughest schedules in the country as an independent. Mark Whipple and those fellas. So we'll have plenty of prospects there. Of course, um, we're going to have the co-founders joining us, uh, Craig Red and Jose Jefferson, and, of course, Joe Everett joining me in just a minute, Chris Shanafelt on hiatus. So we miss him today, Big Chris. And those of you watching on Facebook Live, we appreciate your support out there. Maybe you have a question. Maybe you want to throw a name out, out there at us. We've got our super producer, Sammy C., in the place to be behind there, hitting you with all our comments. So uh, let's get this party started. We're going to welcome in uh, the co-founder of the Cos Gridiron Showcase, Craig Red. How are you today, Craig? Doing fantastic. Rick, how about yourself? Doing well, and uh, Craig joins us here on the MyFantasyLeague.com hotline. Make sure you check out MyFantasyLeague.com for all your fantasy football web hosting solutions. Craig, a lot of big things going on with the Cause Gridiron Showcase. You know, we always like to hear any updates, and uh, I know you're working diligently behind the scenes, so some things we can announce, some things we can't announce. Anything new for the listeners since we spoke to you last week? Uh, there is. We we added a, a nice new uh, sponsor who is going to be uh, helping with with training services for the players, but uh, they'll be taping up players with uh, special tape, and they were Olympic sponsor. Uh, the company is KT Tape. They were actually a, a very big Olympic sponsor with uh, some of the swimmers, uh, the the beach volleyball players, uh, the the marathon and, and track athletes. So we're really really excited to have them. Uh, you know, think enough of our event that they're they're joining on with us as a as a sponsor. Okay, and Craig uh, also <laughs> bear with me here, Black Talk Radio Live. Uh, Craig, we are talking running backs today, and I know that, you know, when we look at the game here, Romar Marsh is a guy kind of off the radar, making his way onto the uh, Jets roster this season. Unfortunately, had a uh, season-ending injury. He's now going to be on IR. But Kenneth Farrow, uh, for those of you not aware, I mean, he's in line for a big role in San Diego this week, another college gridiron. Alumni. What can you tell us about these young individuals? 
he's he's a great kid. Uh, he can do a little bit of everything. I, I think he was down the stretch. He got a little dinged up with, there with Houston, uh, but he he can do a little bit of everything. I mean, he's he's a big kid, physical, has uh, some some good speed on him. Can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, he, he's he's a very smart, intelligent young man. Uh, and and those, those are the type of players that we love to try to find, um, you know, with College Grand Iron Showcase. Th- th- those are the type of players who we really look forward to what they can do, and, and we're really excited that he's going to get an opportunity because I agree with you. I think he's in line to really play a, a big role um, now that Woodhead went down with uh, with San Diego. So we're, we're really excited about it. He, he can do a lot of really good things and obviously impress San Diego enough throughout the preseason that, um, they 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 kept on the roster. Yeah, looking forward uh, to seeing him get an increased playing time role there with the Chargers. And you know, I mentioned I'll be up in UMass watching the Mississippi State and the Minutemen. I know you're going to also be on location this week and a highly profiled uh, quarterback on location here. Uh, C.J. Beathard. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to being at. Rutgers, Iowa. There, there's a lot of good talent for for both teams. Um, uh, very interested in seeing how how Bethard does, um, and and how he performs. But uh, overall, there there's just so much good talent uh, with with both of those teams. I mean, Rutgers has the the young hammer, uh, Darius Hamilton. Uh, they have a couple of really nice looking receivers uh, with Andre Patton and and uh, Grant. So I'm looking forward to that. And then obviously you have Greg Maben with Iowa. You have uh, C.J. Beathard. So uh, there, there's, I mean, actually Iowa's got quite a bit of talent coming out of there. Uh, you know, Jaleel Johnson, um, Desmond Payne, they, 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 yeah, right, uh, they, they, they have so much so much talent there that uh, it, it should be a, a fun game, fun matchup, and, you know, a, a good Big Ten matchup. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Craig, as I know you are this week. And uh, I know Chris Shanafelt will also be on location. We have uh, somebody down in Texas State on location. So we'll be about four or five games deep this week as we scour the nation looking for prospects to feature in the third annual College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. That was Craig Red. Craig, I know we pulled you out of a CGS meeting to get you on the show, and I know you got a jet, so... Uh, Enjoy the rest of the show at a later date because I know you'll be listening later, but I know you got to boogie and handle some business as well, so we appreciate it, bud. Well, thank you very much for having me and look forward to talking to you guys next week. All right, that's Craig Red. He is co-founder along with Jose Jefferson, and now we welcome in the heavy hitter, Matt and Cleanup, Big Joe W. Everett on the MyFantasyLeague.com hotline. What's going on, Joe? I'm just getting fired up listening to you and Greg talk about the Iowa defense. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be trying to watch every bit of that game against Rutgers too, but hey, hey, we'll, we'll break it down soon. I'm just, just ready for week four, Rick. Yeah, and I know you're at home watching on Facebook Live wondering where I got this fresh gear from, and this shirt is hot to death, Joe. It's by Tridonis. Check it out, Tridonis.com the official clothing line of the NFL Draft Bible, so uh, officially fully endorsed. And, Joe, I'm working on getting you some gear out there in Indianapolis where the NFL Scouting Combine is held, but today 
We're talking about the College Gridiron Showcase January 7th through the 11th in Bedford, Texas. Log on today, cgsallstar.com, to nominate your player. Also, Joe, did you know we have a great promo going on football 2016, this offer won't last long. You want access to all these new scouting reports coming out. We have the top 525 overall player rankings regardless of draft class. You want access to all that. You want a taste of what it's like. We got Justin Gamble's risers and sliders column, the NFL Insider article there. Use it. Football 2016, 50% discount. Get it now. And now we're going to talk running back prospects. Joe, Let's go with your performer of the week because, you know, some of these running backs are starting to make a name for themselves. And uh, it's exciting to see the, you know, Justin had a great article this week on some risers and sliders. And it's also interesting to see how the draft board is kind of, you know, moving and grooving as we get already uh, ready for week four now to kick off. But uh, looking back at week three, who did you have as your running back? performer of the week? There's a lot of nominees up in the surgery. It was a really good week three for a lot of these guys, but I'm going to single out a guy who needed a big week three, and that's Elijah McGuire, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, Raising Cajuns. Uh, Elijah, like I said, really slow start. Just kind of a debacle against Boise State where the offense could not get out of the doors. Uh, I think it was like 35-3 at half, so that McNeese, they got out of the funk a little bit, but last week against South Alabama, McGuire just busted out 223 rushing yards. Uh, the, the Cajuns aren't passing to him enough, in my opinion. He's only got a couple of catches in the last uh, two games, which is just uh, criminal because of how well he is out in space. He's a gifted pass catcher. He's just a scoring threat from anywhere on the field. Um, I think the guy could take a bunch of carries. He's easily the best offensive player on Louisiana Lafayette. I know it's not saying much, but uh, the kid's an ace. He's just like one of those one-man gang type of backs, and I think last week kind of showed that. He's got a big uh, test on his plate this week, a two-lane green wave. They're going into two-lane, and that defense is just looking nails thus far. I don't think we're giving up maybe 50 points through three games, so keep your eyes out on Elijah McGuire. I, I really like just the, all the skill sets he brings and just a, a versatile back who he's definitely a next-level player because he just adds another dimension to whatever offense he's on. So, yeah, I think really big week three for McGuire. Yeah, and I knew you were going to go there, Joe. So, you know, I had a backup just <laughs> in case. Because, you know, you were the guy that put – Elijah McGuire on my radar, and that was a couple of years back. And, you know, you mentioned all he did this week, 223 rushing yards, 10 yards per carry in a big, big, big matchup in that Sun Belt Conference, big win over South Alabama. And he now has 408 rushing yards on the season, okay, and he should be involved more in that uh, pass-catch game, eight catches for 40 yards to go along with it. But this is a guy, change of pace, uh, type of back at the next level who could do a little bit of everything. So we're excited to see where he lands at the next level. Um, a Dexter McCluster kind of player uh, that comes to mind because I know he just recently signed somewhere. But I knew Joe was going to go with the Louisiana McGuire from uh, Louisiana Lafayette. So that means I had to go. We just talked about Iowa and their defense had their hands full with this young man, King Frazier. Yeah. The FCS does yep. it again, Joe, and 
North Dakota State, I think they've defeated like eight FBS teams in a row. In fact, they almost scratched and clawed themselves inside that top 25 uh, poll this week. So uh, King Fraser, the big six foot, 220-pound back, so 16 carries, 99 yards, and a touchdown over that Iowa defense, and now uh, squarely on the NFL radar, my man. Yeah, the Nebraska transfer really had, I mean, just the entire team, what that meant to their program. And speaking of guys that are on the watch list, too, we've got a, a few bison that, to talk about in the coming weeks. But, yeah, Frazier's making some hay for himself. And, I mean, we could put him on any category because he's not only rising up the board, he had a heck of a week three, and they're just going to keep riding him because that's the makeup of that team. Stout defense, strong running game, kill the clock, and see if you could catch us. You're listening to The Guru. That's Joe Everett. I'm Rick Saratella. You tuned in to the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Show. We broadcast live each and every Thursday, noon Eastern time, and it's brought to you by Defiance Fuel Water, Defy Limitation, DefianceFuelStore.com. You can get your bottles right now. You see mine here on the Facebook Live. I know I can't start and end my day without my Defiance Fuel Water. That's real talk right there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, keep it moving, keep it grooving, Joe. College Gridiron Showcase running back risers. We talked about the draft board early on, three weeks of uh, play now to evaluate who's a player or two here that's kind of caught in your eye and saying, hey, you know what, we might have to bump this guy up a little bit. Well, I finally had it, my my coming to God moment or my coming to Pumphrey moment. I, I, I have to admit I was guilty of doubting this kid. I'm worried about Pumphrey out of San Diego State, his lack of size. Does he have the bulk? I'm questioning his ability just to stay healthy uh, at the next level with that diminutive build, but to heck with that. Uh, the Aztecs ride this kid like a horse. Uh, I mean, he's leading FBS in rushing yards right now. He's only second in attempts behind that Wyoming kid. Uh, Brian Hill, I think his name, but no senior has run for more TDs outside of Pumphrey. They throw him the ball. I'm, I'm pretty confident he could be an impact kick returner, even though he doesn't have a lot of experience in that regard uh, throughout his collegiate career. But I have begrudgingly come around to this kid. I, I still think he comes with some caveats. Like uh, you, you have to look at all the carries, all the touches. There's high mileage on this guy's uh, not much tread left on the tires potentially. And then, Lack of prototype size, but outside of that, Pumphrey's he's got the potential to be a plug-and-play type of offensive piece just because of how quick he is, his lateral ability, side-to-side movement. I mean, kind of a la Danny Woodhead, Darren Sproles, and maybe Deion Lewis more recently for the Patriots, but that's the type type of guy that uh, you throw Pumphrey into like a Pittsburgh Steelers offense, and he could be a pass-catching dynamo. So, uh, yeah, Pumphrey's a guy, Rick, uh, begrudgingly, I have come around. And then um, another one, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about James Conner a little bit. I mean, what can you say about the kid not only coming back from the torn ACL, he battled through Hodgkin's lymphoma and has come back to not only be the starter, but he appears to be just as strong as an explosive as he was before he left. Um, just a workhorse type of back. He wins short yardage. He sustains drive, and he breaks down a defense as well. Uh, James Conner is a pile mover by definition, so I'm real happy to see him back. And then 
uh, my last riser has to be Marcus Cox, Appalachian State. This is a guy we, you know, put on the I think the second edition or the third edition of the watch list, and he's just a breakaway threat, real nifty receiver. He's got a knack for stringing moves together, and really another guy, Appalachian State's most dynamic player. I think last week no one saw that he was robbed of a 70-plus yard uh, run on what was a holding call, and he did come up injured in the game against the Hurricanes. Speaking of Hurricanes. Marcus Cox's vision kind of reminds me a little of Frank Gore. Sees it before it happens. Real nice, subtle nuances, great body control, Mr. Do-Everything for the Appies. So uh, big fan of what Marcus Cox has put out there on tape. And uh, also the bloodlines, Rick. He is the cousin of a Super Bowl champion, Patriots linebacker Willie McGinnis. Always love the bloodlines. And, uh, you know, we we are definitely on the same page, Joe, a lot of the same guys. I do want to follow up on, on Pumphrey from San Diego State because this guy's doing incredible things. And, you know, I had to go back and check the record books and, you know, see, hey, what were, what were Marshall Falk's uh, stats looking like? Because this guy, he's already uh, shattered Falk's rushing record there and uh, 4,800 4, yards compared to Falk's 4,589 and, uh, you mentioned the touchdowns, Joe, 57 career touchdowns. Uh, I would probably assume he's, if he stays healthy, he's going to break that record too. Marshall Falk had 62. Now you mentioned the size, uh, you know, that's always going to come into play. But um, anytime you break you break a Marshall Falk's record, you got to start paying attention and do your due diligence and, uh, like every prospect, some flaws, but, you know, what can you take the positives and turn it into? And you've seen what the Steelers was a great example, what they did last year with a guy like Fitzgerald Toussaint and uh, some of the filling guys that they had in the rotation. But um, in that matchup, Joe, he ran for 220 yards all over the Northern Illinois offense, uh, defense, I should say. And Northern Illinois also featuring a running back in that game, uh, Joel Bogman, big, big guy, six foot, 230-pound range. And, um, you know, the the Salukis playing from behind have had to uh, throw the ball more often than not. But just another guy in that matchup, two guys on the College Gridiron Showcase watch list. And like I said, we're here each and every week, noon Eastern. we got a few minutes to go here. And, uh, Joe, you know, uh, Two weeks ago, we expanded that watch list from about 400 prospects uh, to 600 prospects. I know you buried yourself in the Bat Cave, the NFL Draft Bible Bat Cave, and came out with uh, 200 new names that we added on, and we want to profile some of those guys and shine the light on them as well. So anybody here looking back this past week that stood out from that expanded list that we added on the CGSAllStar.com website? Well, just an interesting case, uh, Greg Ward of Houston. Uh, I know playing quarterback, uh, we have him listed as running back, and it, it's a question of what he's going to be at the next level. I thought you, you look at what he did, uh, it was a Thursday or Friday before Saturday against Cincy in a tough environment, uh, really gutty performance, played through, beefed up. Uh, that shoulder, they had to work on it every time at the sidelines. I read he wasn't even close to 60%. Uh, gutted it out for the win, and uh, but still, is he going to do what Denard Robinson has done at the next level? I don't know what kind of receiver Greg Ward's going to be. I, I know as a runner that there's no doubt about his talent, but 
limited special teams experience. Maybe he could be a Rand- Antoine Randall type of conversion, but um, I don't know. Greg Ward still, that quick twitch ability, the elite speed he's got, there's just an element of, of excitement that, you know, an NFL team's definitely going to take a chance. Perhaps he could follow that same line of Julian Edelman or maybe a Josh Cribbs, but uh, please, Greg Ward, stay healthy. And then uh, it, as far as more traditional running back and the guy that we added on at the very last, I keep doing double takes, Rich, is like, how did we miss him? But I'm, I'm glad we got him on the list now, Jamal Williams. A BYU, a 220-pound-plus back. He was slowed down a little bit last week by UCLA, but that's that's one week at the long season. And uh, just another guy, kind of similar to Connor at Pitt, uh, really moves the pile. Kind of reminds me of Jamal Lewis, uh, the old Tennessee Vols back that played for the Ravens back in the day. Uh, hampered by an injury last season, but looks to be totally healthy this year. So, Jamal Williams, BYU, going to be watching uh, what he's able to do uh, going forward this season because that's a guy, you know, you, you got to have so many running backs in the mix. We just talked about what Greg Ward uh, could be, what Humphrey brings to it. Well, you got to have your pile movers, and you know I love big backs, Rick. So, yeah, Jamal Williams, guy I'm pretty fired up about. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, not to be the dead horse, but we talk about it all the time. The NFL is a – RBBC type of uh, party, y'all. And, uh, you know, you take a look at some of the, the guys that even do are the, you know, tote the rock, like Adrian Peterson just got injured again. Todd Gurley, you know, he, obviously he was coming out of uh, college with an injury. Eventually these guys are going to break down. They're, they're, they're going to go down. You're going to need some kind of rotation. Hey, even Denver, who likes to feature C.J. Anderson a lot now, Joe, they use still a committee type of approach. So, uh, you know, I see more teams, and, and there's not much separation between these running backs these days. I mean, you see the backup. Look at Kansas City, for example. Shandrick West, uh, the third string, is doing what the the first string, well, the, the second string is playing better than the first string. I mean, it's just really a very fine line. And uh, it's amazing to me every year that there's so much running back talent. Joe. I feel like that's the one position where guys truly never get a shot. I see guys playing in arena league that are just as talented that, uh, as guys in the NFL. And because they had a red flag or they came from a small school, they just never got the opportunity. Your thoughts on that? It is. It's a numbers game, and there's just only so many jobs, and it's also a cost, efficiency, and what you're getting for how much. We were just talking about Pumphrey, and the thought that couldn't escape my mind, Rick, is if I'm a GM in the NFL, do I draft a Christian McCaffrey and spend that first-round pick, or do I wait outside the top 100 and get a Donnell Pumphrey later, a guy that I know that could do a bunch of similar things for a, a much cheaper price? So, yeah, the not only is it is tough to get a job as a, as a back, but the valuation process of these backs, I still don't think is uh, mass. Well, just hey, for all the positions in the NFL, for that matter, nothing is mastered. But uh, yeah, it's just so difficult for all these kids uh, coming in because we're just talking about a, a great senior class of running backs. Don't get us started on the 2018, 2019 redshirts, the sophomores and juniors. I mean this. The underclassmen are about to get fired up. So yeah, it's uh, they're just so mu- there's just so much talent at the running back position right now in college football. It's 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 just an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, 
make good point. You throw the underclassmen in there. I mean, you take a look at the top 20 Russian, Russian leaders in the country right now. There's like maybe three seniors on that entire list. Um, but we got to keep it moving, Joe. I have my guy before I throw him out there. One word answer because we got to move on. You mentioned Greg Ward Jr., but that it's funny you brought up Denard Robinson because my next question was going to be in your opinion. Right now, I know there's still the draft season to go, but better running prospects coming out of college: Greg Ward Jr. or Shoelace? One word answer. Who you got? I'd have to go Shoelace. I've just yeah. out of the experience. And, and, you know, what frightens me a little bit, Rick, is Greg Ward's uh, build. It's very slight frame and already has run into a, quite a few injury bugaboos, whereas I don't remember uh, Robinson being as hampered by injuries. Agreed. You know, my, my guy that I'm excited about that we added on to the list, and uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on this guy, Deshaun Jones from the Campbell Camels. We, we mentioned him once before, Joe, but – Prototypical size, this guy just looks the part, and he's averaging over eight yards a carry already through three games, five touchdowns, uh, a big game versus uh, Presbyterian this past week where they were behind, so he only got 11 carries but made the most of them, 76 yards and a touchdown. And, you know, we, we always got love for the FCS guys, but this guy, I don't know how he got overlooked. I know uh, Chris Shanahan is doing a player spotlight show with him today. So we'll have that interview on the NFL Draft Bible.com uh, sometime over the weekend, and we'll hear about his story. But I'm really looking forward to Deshaun Jones and seeing this guy. I, I think the Campbell uh, is coming to Marist one week here in, in, in my neck of the woods. Uh, I'm hoping to get a up-close and personal look, and that's what we do here at the NFL Draft Bible uh, we give you on-location scouting reports. We're not watching them at home on TV uh, where you can't see defensive formations and lineups and things of that nature. Joe, uh, we got to wrap things up and boogie on out of here. Uh, before we do, your matchup of the week, uh, what running back matchup against uh, their opponent this week are you going to be keeping an eye on? Well, I mentioned one by accident at the top, the, you know, uh, Elijah McGuire, uh, ULL, is at Tulane. That angry wave, the green wave defense, is very stout. Uh, Nico Marley at uh, hybrid linebacker slash safety, grandson of uh, Bob Marley, and also one of my favorite defensive tackles in this draft class, Tanzel Smart, who I know we're going to get back into because he's just been a monster to start the year. So McGuire's got his work cut out for him there. And then also, uh, uh, just as Craig Red mentioned, uh, Iowa at Rutgers, What's LaShawn Daniels going to do against the Scarlet Knight? How will Iowa bounce back? And then uh, the last bonus, Wisconsin without Corey Clement, without Taiwan Deal at Michigan State. This is a nice little showcase uh, opportunity for Dari Ogumbawale. Uh, going to be carrying the load there for the Badgers. So uh, he's another great special teamer, good receiver, nifty little carrier. But what does he do with his time? So, yeah, that, that big – there's a lot of action in the Big Ten for certain, Rick. Yeah, and you mentioned that Iowa matchup. You know, Robert Martin is emerging as the Rutgers workhorse back. It's taken quite some time, and this is a guy – I'm not saying he is this guy, but there's some shades – of Terrell Davis in his game. You might not see that 
at first glance because he's playing out of, you know, the Chris Ash offensive system that he brought over from Ohio State doesn't really suit Robert Martin's skill set, but he's still their best running back. But, I mean, you put this guy in a zone blocking uh, type of scheme, I think he could do some big-time damage. So don't sleep on him. And, you, you know, Joe, you mentioned Marcus Cox at the top of the show. I'm looking at him to see how he bounces back from that injury because, you know, he went for a, a buck 15 against Tennessee. He lit up uh, Old Dominion for a buck 33. And then he, he uh, had a little setback against the Hurricanes. But they're traveling into Akron. And uh, Terry Bowden's doing big things there in the Max, Joe. I mean, they just upset – Marshall 65 to 38 last week with a big win. And this, this defense is uh, going to be a, another test for Marcus Cox and Appalachian State here. And, you know, Akron's battle test. They faced Wisconsin. They're coming off a win against Marshall. So Marcus Cox is a guy I, I think is really heavily under consideration for the College Gridiron Showcase. No doubt about it. With the skill level, a great team, a great program, and uh, I'm glad I'm circling that game too. I mean, Akron's doing good things. They got a heck of a quarterback developing for them, so that's a matchup. Uh, yeah, it's a must-watch on Saturday. All right. Well, that about does it, Joe. Uh, next week we'll be back with some more skill position players. Everybody loves the wide receivers because there's a bunch of them, and uh, we'll you know. Do what we do from FBS to FCS and uh, all levels of play. If there's a gem out there, I guarantee Joe Everett will find it. Any parting shots for the people, Joe? Keep your eyes but peel on wide receiver Rodney Adams, South Florida Bulls, against the uh, Florida State Seminoles this week. Speaking of wide receivers, we'll be talking a lot about my guy next week. So if it ain't right, it ain't tight. Oh, there you have it. Never leaving a stone unturned. That's Joe Everett. Follow him on Twitter, Joe W. Everett. And uh, I was Rick Saratella. I want to thank Craig Red from the College Gridiron Showcase for joining us today. Of course, his co-founder, Jose Jefferson. Of course, you can still nominate players for the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium January 7th through the 11th in Bedford, Texas. Hit us up. Let me know. Did you uncover stone. Hey, cgsallstar.com. You can find the form there. You can follow those guys on Twitter at cgsallstar. Follow us on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible. We have Chris Shanafel on location in Illinois. Uh, we have uh, Texas State in Houston, I think, this week. Somebody down there. I'll be on location, Mississippi State at UMass. Craig Red, Iowa at Rutgers. Joe Everett holding it down in Indy. And today's show was brought to you by Defiance Fuel Water. You see it here on the table? Get you some. DefianceFuelStore.com. Go to DefianceFuelStore.com. You could be like me and drink nothing but the best. Defy limitation. Of course, try Donna's. Hey, loving it. Great texture. Love the feel. Try Donna's.com. You could dress like me, too, if you want. But this is really for youth, athletic, clothing gear, teams, high schools, collegiate levels, uh, they do some really good stuff, so check them out, trydonis.com. You can actually get a 10% discount code with my promo, NFLDB. And if you want to do some team purchasing and, and want some discounts for team prices, hit me up, contact me. 
I'll put you in contact with the right person for that. And, of course, MyFantasyLeague.com. We love MyFantasyLeague.com. I don't know how many years I've been using them, at least 15, like since Al Gore invented the Internet probably. But uh, you have a customized <laughs> fantasy football league. You, you want to <laughs> – you like that one, Joe? <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, this is the real deal, Joe, because I know you're a big fan too. I mean, you have customized rules. You have dynasty leagues. I can't think of a better website than myfantasyleague.com. I don't put I anywhere else. It's all about MFL. Today, <laughs> September 26th, 22nd, 2016. Gosh, fall is here. September is winding down. October football is right around the corner. Can you smell it, baby? Hit the finish sign, producer. Until next time, everybody, I'm out of here. That's it. End the show. It's a wrap. See you, Facebook. Love the support out there.